Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of the For the Win podcast. I am your host, David the Dollar Douglas, and I am so pumped to have you back being in your ears again this week. Got some exciting stuff to get to, and let's start with this. Um, so this morning, ESPN.com released an article about the past 45 days in Lakerland in L.A., And essentially what the reporting was, was what it's been like. I mean, Magic's gone, botched firing the head coach, couldn't find the right head coach. They kind of messed it up. Nothing's going right. Palenka looks like an asshole because he probably is. Look, there have been a few times in... um, history where iconic brands nosedive and right now is that time for the Lakers I mean this is one of the premier franchises in the on the globe like across the world the Lakers are known and it's been a long time but This is the downward spiral for the Lakers. And I've seen lots of things today about changing the narrative. We got to change the narrative. Make sure everybody, that's fine. Change the narrative. Make a trade. Get Bradley Beal in for, you know, 12 players and two draft picks. It sounds (laughs) smart. When you own something, You take care of it and you take ownership over how it's doing or not doing. And right now it's time for Jeannie Buss to own this Lakers mess. I don't know the inner workings and despite what was written in ESPN today, no one really knows the inner workings, not fully. Anyone that talks to you has an axe to grind. They want to get out some information. They So the only people that really know what's going on there are the people that are working there. But here's what I'd say. As someone who owns a number of businesses and looks forward to owning more, anytime there's an issue with a company that I own, the problem starts and stops with me. If I have someone managing that company and they're not doing a good job, I can either allow them to continue to do not a good job or I can fire them because the company is made in my image. You have to, Genie Bus, do something about your franchise because your father did such a fantastic job that you're allowing Magic Johnson, Palenka, to run the show has been an epic failure. And before that, you kind of graciously allowed your brother to play with his ding-dong and pretend like he was a basketball owner. And you gave a timeline and he blew it. Made some terrible personnel deals. Frankly, Magic Johnson and Rob Palinka didn't do a whole lot better. Bad draft picks. 
not really being able to put the right pieces around LeBron. So right now, you don't have anyone that's working. You've got a less than stellar head coach. In fact, people are more excited about the assistant coach than the head coach. Jason Kidd. And you want to change the narrative? Don't change the narrative. Change the company. If I'm Genie Bus today and I see that article land, I think one thing and one thing only. Polinka's got to go. Polinka's got to go. No one in the league wants to talk to him. Everybody thinks that he's an asshole because of what he did as an agent. Uh, Magic Johnson's talking shit about him. Not, not about really anybody else in the, in the organization. I mean, some, but not really. This is mostly Rob. So get rid of him. Like, this isn't, it's not about changing the cop. And people are going to be like, oh, God, that's going to look bad. You fired Palinka, then what, what's happening? You made a bad hire. Don't make it worse by leaving him there longer. This pisses me off, man. It's like, oh, well, I made a bad decision. Everyone can see that it's a bad decision, but I'm not going to change course because that'll just mean that I own that it was a bad decision. No, fuck that, man. I make bad decisions all the time. I have people on my staff that I didn't hire properly. Guess what? You fire them. That's what you do. If you don't have somebody in a good spot, get rid of them. Change the narrative. Get Bradley Beal. No. Take ownership of the organization, the multi-billion dollar franchise, the brand that's worth billions of dollars. How about that? I'm so tired of the, uh, let's just make it a PR thing and that'll make it better. And, you know, Beal's really good because that's who everybody's talking about. Look, I like Bradley Beal with, with LeBron. I think that's a good match. I like it. But trying to do that when you're like, have bigger issues in the organization as a whole, it's putting a band-aid on a gushing wound. Ridiculous. So tired of this. Just own your shit. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I go on bad beats all the time, right? And I, I use the Martingale method and I make it back. That's what you do. You, you remedy your problems. <sighs> Moving on. Uh, you know, one of the things that amazes me uh, about people in general is their inability to see change as it's happening. Most people don't recognize that the world has changed until it's been changed for five plus years, right? Uh, and so, you know, we have some pretty honest examples of that recently. The internet came out and there were people that said that that was a fad. It wasn't going to go anywhere. It's going to be something for nerds. No one's going to get email. And they kept saying that for years. And then that's all we do now. When the iPhone came out, there were a bunch of people that said that it was going to be a flop. No one wants a screen that big. Who would do that? Smartphones. The internet doesn't even work that good on your phone. Not yet. It's amazing to me whenever uh, HD TV came out. The world changed. Most people just didn't recognize it at the time. 
Because when HDTV came out, it was so much better than standard definition. I mean, do you do you really watch anything in standard definition anymore? Maybe if it's buffering, because you're in the middle of nowhere trying to watch something on your phone. That's it. Otherwise, everything's in HD. And if it's in standard definition, you don't watch it. I don't watch it. Paul doesn't watch it. We have 4K now. Like, everyone uses it. Sporting events are a hundred times better. HD. I'm lucky that uh, my grandparents are still alive. I was talking with my grandfather and he said this weekend, said, hey, you know, are there any sporting events you want to go to before you die? Because that's like a thing, you know, when you get old, you, t- you have those conversations. He said, yeah, I'd like to go to the Masters or the golf tournament. I haven't been. He said, but that's about it. He goes, everything is so good on my television now. Why would I leave? And that brings me to this point. Last year, for the fifth year in a row, I believe, attendance at Major League Baseball parks was down 4% across the board. Now people are saying, oh, there's bad spring weather. You know, the the Miami Marlins suck. There's there's these different factors for why attendance was down 4% around the league. And every uh, sports team in the U.S. is facing the same issue. And that is, they can't fill up their stadiums. And that's having adverse effects on revenue streams and growth and how people are doing what they do. It's also having effects on how big the TV contracts are getting. And that's where a huge portion of the money is coming from now for uh, Major League Baseball as well as other sports. Why does that matter? Dallas Kuchel and Craig Kimball, Kimbrell are, are two pitchers who are at the top of their game. Kuchel played for the Astros and he has a phenomenal amount of innings on him. I mean, he's a workhorse. He's 31 years old and he's asking for top rate as a ace pitcher. Look, he's going to go into 20 teams, 25, maybe be their ace. Instantly, day one after they sign him. It is May 28th, has not been signed. Craig Kimbrell, uh, he's the best closer uh, of his generation. It's not even close. It's not even like, oh, who's that? No, it's Kimbrell. And um, he's still not signed on May 28th. Now, these guys have been free agents now for quite some time. No one signed him. Kimbrell wants uh, a reported $120 million over six years. He's 30 for what that's worth. No one wants to give it to him. What's going on? What we're seeing is a shift in how people spend their money in baseball. Something that's interesting is, you know, we saw all these big contracts come out this year. $330 million over 13 years for Bryce Harper. And I mean, these huge contracts. And if you actually do the math, baseball players are getting paid less than they did five years ago. 
Now, why is that? Uh, Major League just had their most profitable season, you know, or their most revenue-rich season ever last year, $10.3 billion. That's $300 million more than the previous year. It's a 3% growth. That's, that's pretty good. Not bad. Problem is, all came through sponsorships. Attendance was down. Just getting more ad dollars. And yet, um, everyone across the league is asking the same question. How do we get people into the stadium? How do we get them here to spend money? By the way, you know, even when the uh, attendance is down, they still have to keep those places staffed well. They can't just have random concessions unavailable. Um, they're still having to clean up. They're still having to staff this thing as if they're going to have everyone there. The world is changing. Major League Baseball is on the way down. Soccer is on the way up. That's why we keep seeing more new expansion teams in the MLS. That's why English Premier League watching in the U.S. is through the roof. That's why the Women's World Cup that's about to go on is going to have millions and millions of views here in the U.S. Basketball is the highest it's ever been. The NBA is killing it in the ratings. They're approaching NFL levels. The NFL is taking a step back. Because the world has changed for the NFL, but it's different. But for this particular circumstance, when we're seeing two players that are saying, no, I'm worth more. Pay me more money. I was great. Look at my numbers. Teams don't care. They'll take the guy that's a marketing win. Bryce Harper. But they're not going to take the pitcher that's in his 30s anymore and pay him for six years. They may not even pay him for three. Not that much money. This is telling us that people are shifting, and it started a while ago when teams began to realize kind of wrong young crop of talent that comes in every single year. We don't need to pay these guys that much anymore. Fascinating, fascinating things. All right, last topic before we get into our pick. Uh, This Saturday is the Champions League final. Um, And if you're like, well, what the hell is the Champions League? This is a, a league where all of the best clubs in Europe come together to play against one another. Uh, and they're all extremely large uh, clubs. I mean, they're they're some of the biggest clubs in the world. And the two clubs that are meeting in this Champions League final are Liverpool and Tottenham. And Tottenham is uh, based out of London in England, and they're in the English Premier League along with Liverpool. And so these are two really dynamic teams, uh, fascinating managers that coach them, and uh, some real personalities that are on both sides. So... This weekend's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting to see who wins the All-English Premier League European Championship uh, final. And uh, honestly, I just wanted to throw out, man, like I see this being a fascinating game. If you're like, I've never watched a Champions League game, do yourself a favor and watch this game. It should be on one of the Fox 
uh, assets. I think it may be on Fox Sports 1 or, or maybe just on the main channel like Fox local station because this is a phenomenally big deal uh, that these two teams are playing. They're going to be playing in Madrid. It's going to be a fantastic atmosphere. If you're like, hey, I, I don't know anything about soccer. Look, man, this is a great time to get in on it for this match. And the reason why I'm telling you all this is these two teams are going to be fun. This game is going to be exciting. It's kind of the uh, the ultimate game of the season. It finishes off the last competition uh, for the year, uh, the major competition for the year. And it's worth watching. Okay, uh, Liverpool plays a beautiful, wide open, fast paced, high scoring attack. Tottenham plays a very similar, uh, more possession based game and it's just going to be exciting it's going to be fun so give it a watch uh by the way if you're wanting some betting tips on this uh i would just take the money line here and take liverpool uh with that so uh, just throwing that out uh for our official pick my favorite time of the day i just love this part of the podcast we've got uh a fan favorite here we go uh this thursday golden state travels to toronto to take on the Raptors for game one of the NBA finals. I know that I'm going to be glued to my television. Uh, and right now, because we know that Durant's not going to play and we're pretty sure that Boogie's not going to play either. Uh, right now it's listed as a pick em, which is pretty impressive uh, across uh, most of um Vegas odds makers out there. And so uh, I love the pick'em line. I think that's probably what it's going to be at. Maybe it's going to be minus one uh, Toronto. I've seen that in a couple places. I also saw minus one in Golden State in a couple places. So I'm just going to call it a pick'em. I like Golden State to win this first game. Uh, if it was in, uh, if it was at Golden State, Golden State, Golden State. Uh, if it was in Oracle Arena, I'd say that it, the Raptors actually had a better chance to win there because the Warriors just kind of play deflated at home in that first game. And uh, they, they don't really play up to snuff, but when they're on the road, I think this is going to be different. I think they're going to be more focused. I think they're going to be more determined. So I like them to win game one, one seventeen to one eleven, uh, like golden state. And this one for sure. Uh, well, Hey, this has been another episode of the for the win podcast. I hope the next time you listen, your wallet is a little bit, fatter until next time catch you later